Hey, thanks for checking out the Ham and Spam Retro Review. If you like what you hear, please remember to subscribe, leave a like, or leave a comment, whatever platform you listen to this on. And also remember, there's always additional content on our website, hamandspam.com, where you can find links to Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening. Hope you enjoy it. For even more content, check out our friends Nick and Brandon over at their podcast, Talk or Go Home. Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 39 of the marvelous Ham and Spam Retro Review Podcast. Incredible, amazing, uncanny. I can't think of that many adjectives at one point, but hey. I just go through the different comic books. <laughs> Spectacular. The new adventures. <laughs> the new adventures the of. Teenage Mutant Ninja. You know, if something happens and we ever quit this podcast, we should we should name it the new adventures of Ham and Spam Retro Review. <laughs> Like come back, <laughs> ham and spam twenty ninety nine. So uh, this week we are going to review one of uh, mine and Hammy's personal guilty pleasure favorites. Um, not one that was really on the radar as far as mainstream Super Nintendo games, but still fun nonetheless. And that would be Jurassic Park Two: The Chaos Continues. Um, not, not linear has nothing to do with Jurassic Park Two, the movie or the lost yeah, world it, Jurassic Park. It came out before the, uh, the movie, I think it did. And we kind of touched on it just a little bit when we reviewed the Jurassic Park game for Super Nintendo. Cause I was so disappointed when I went and saw the movie and, and it was it nothing, nothing like, the game. like this. Well, you know, we kind of talked about it where ocean games basically bought the rights for this billion dollar franchise and said, you know, we're going to make all the money we can off of it <laughs> and decided to put out this game. And I don't know, man, in my book, I think they kind of hit a little bit of a home run because I love this game. It's from the moment I've, I, I turned this game on. I loved it. Well, I, I, I don't know why it just it just I fell in love with it. Well, this game came out in 95. Um so it's what, 25 years old this 25, year? 25. Golly. Yeah. <coughs> well, um, can run for Congress. Technically, technically. Um, this game's still teaching us new things that we didn't even know about it. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Primarily the cutscene at the front. When we start the game, we've always pressed start to go right into the game. If you don't press start right, in, right at the beginning, um, there's a cutscene. And yeah. how about this? There's actual voice animation in it or voice voiceovers in it. And it's not bad for Super Nintendo. It, it was it, it it shocked me to be honest. Well, we're sitting here and we're trying to you know halfway review for the game real quick or for the podcast real quick, and you know the games is kind of playing in the background, and we look up, and he goes, "Holy crap, this has got a cutscene!" Never so, knew it. Um, I, I like I said, touched on earlier, ninety five game or nineteen ninety five game. Um, only came out for the Super Nintendo. There was. A Jurassic Part Two: The Chaos Continues for Game Boy, but we are not going to touch about that one. Yeah, it was a lot different. Uh, very different. Uh, I have it too. Really? I do. And uh, did you buy it just because of this game? Yes. Okay. And and you were sorely disappointed. Well, I, I haven't played it. Oh, okay. Uh, but my youngest nephew played it uh, one day and beat it in like twenty minutes. Oh wow! So apparently, it's pretty short, and pretty easy. Well, that's Game uh, Boy. Unlike this game. Oh, dude. Well, you know, one of my favorite lines here is hashtag full disclosure. Is it really? Yeah. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. Oh, well, I say it almost every podcast. Yeah, I know. Sarcasm. Oh, oh Sarcasm I gotcha. meter I gotcha. is <laughs> tipping the glass. <laughs> hashtag sarcasm, Clint. Um, we, we would not only have we never beaten this game, even, even till this point, I don't think we've beaten the level of this game. Yeah, you know, I've been playing this game since the mid-90s. Yeah. I don't know. There were three video stores in my life growing up. Right. Asheville, Aniana, and Blockbuster. <laughs> Blockbuster uh, Aniana was a uh, movie gallery, wasn't it? I have no idea. It was the we're Aniana say it was. rental store. Okay. Jeremy would know. But I, I picked this game up at one of the three. Probably Blockbusters, where I spent most of my time. 
And I want to say that when you first played it, I was at your house. I think you were. I'm, I'm, I know we played it quite a bit back then. Because there's one iconic scene, and we'll get to that here yeah. momentarily. But I, I, I picked this game up. I've been playing it since the mid-90s, and I have yet to beat a single level. <laughs> so and, t- In fact, I just found out that I have yet to play most of the levels. <laughs> yeah. Even though you have that option from the beginning to play whichever one you want. Right. Well, and that's the thing. It, it kind of took part of some of the other games where it's not necessarily a linear game. You can kind of choose and, and you know pick and choose which level you want to go with, um, which was neat, for, especially for the time. You know, yeah. you, you choose Mario, a Mario game. You got to go through, you know, starting worlds, to maybe, hit a, maybe hit a warp. Uh, this right here, you can kind of, it's, it pick makes me think a little of Mega Man, where you could pick. Uh, and DuckTales. DuckTales is like that for the regular really? Nintendo. Yeah. yeah you, I never played that. Oh, you're missing out. That's a great game. Get uh, Uncle Scrooge and bounce around on his cane the entire time and never come out of it. Oh, mm. yeah. It's great. Um, but, yeah, you could kind of pick and choose which one you wanted to. Um, and for the life of me, I can't think of what, what the name of the level. Well, I, there's the, there's one that's based around Raptors. I've played that one. Right, that's the one we've tried uh, desperately and, and and failed miserably. And we finally found out that there's an inside part. Yeah, yeah, we found that out just the other night. Uh, yeah, because uh, usually we're dead by that point. Because and, and it's a running gun. It's it's very contra esque. A lot different from the first Jurassic Park game. Which there were two different ones. You had the yeah. platformer on Sega, and then you had the kind of Zelda esque top down a- action adventure action type. adventure. And and they said, hey, let's just change it up, and make a make a uh, a running gun. So within the within the three games that they released between the first game and the second game, or in the three versions rather, they've released three different types of games every different time. Just kind of see, you know, hey, let's throw it against the wall and see what sticks. Oh yeah, and then you'll get a different top with the Sega City version, which we'll we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, another one that we played was the Gallimamas level. Mm-hmm. Where apparently you're supposed to save the Gallimamas instead of shooting them. Uh, is is that our iconic level? That you, you know, we never made it far enough to realize we're not supposed to shoot them because something else would kill us. <laughs> right. But at some point, if we'd lived long enough, we would have failed the mission because we killed everyone we saw. Will we really fail the mission if we kill them all? Yeah, you get a game over if you kill really more than I think a hundred dinosaurs. Ah, uh, we've never gotten to that point. Well, that's kind of the backstory of this. You know, you've got Engine, who was Doctor Hammond's um, group, and then you had Biosyn, which is the rival group. Um, I think that's who Dodson worked for. Okay, and, and that would make sense. Yeah, they're they're a recurring villain. But in the Jurassic Park universe. Apparently, Hammond wanted to reopen Jurassic Park after the first incident. Um, he sends a team, a well militarized team. They get defeated by the dinosaurs and then Biosyn is going to send people there. And then Hammond, you know, wants Grant to go back in which because is, he knows everything, which is funny. Cause it's like, okay, these, these highly trained commandos failed. I'm going to send in a paleontologist. <laughs> that was the nineties for you, man. Everyone was an elite military commando. Absolutely. Well, I mean, Will Smith. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Malcolm. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Even I mean, Malcolm. yeah, I mean, if you think about it, he, he was, was just a scientist and he was going to space to defeat the aliens. That's true. But he had Will Smith with it. I well, guess I guess the second character, because you, your first character is always Dr. Grant. Your second character is uh, someone named Michael Wolfskin. And he's the like a director of security or something? Something like that. I guess yeah. he's the Will Smith. But you would think he would be the first character. You'd think so, because, you know. Will Smith, kind of awesome. Because honestly, does it have to be Grant? Your guy shooting a gun. It doesn't matter who it well, is. Well, it doesn't matter, but for it all to kind of come full circle, I think it does have to be Grant to make the game work, to make people want to actually kind of play the game. Hey, there's a character that I already know. Well, I didn't even know it was Grant until probably 10 years after I'd first played it. Oh, really? I Why well, I sit here and ask you, is it Grant? Because I don't even think he has a hat on. It's a blue it? shirt guy. Yeah. And the other one's red shirt yeah, guy. Exactly. Exactly. That's, that's all you need. Well, um, they're identical in the in the instruction booklet. It tells you don't kill the other dinosaurs except for the Tyrannosaurus Rex and the Velociraptors. And, and you know that's why uh, those things are so important because when you rented the game, you didn't get the instruction manual. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And apparently, they they had valuable information you needed. 
So w- one of the things that I keep re- referencing about being the iconic thing for Hammy and I anyway is the area in this level where there's two yeah, the Gallimama there's, there's two trees that are kind of uprooted, but they're kind of pointing at each other. So you can kind of get on the trees as a, as a ramp-esque and you kind of get in the foreground of the trees. Well, what we would do is Hammy would get on one tree and I'd get on the other tree and we'd be sitting and shooting each other underneath the trees. I'm sorry, because we're on the ground. Right. Well, these just wave after wave of enemies just keep coming. Just just keep running. Because before they get to us, they hit that <coughs> ramp. They go up the ramp and then they fall it, in it, the area between the two trees. And we're just shooting. And we're and like I'm laid down shooting toward Hammy and Hammy's standing up shooting towards me. And obviously our bullets won't kill each other, thankfully, because mm-hmm. we would have died a long time ago. Oh, yeah. But... It's just wave after wave, and you can just sit there and just hold the shoot button, and you just—I mean, it, if it was a points game, we we would have so many points because they just keep coming. They fall into just two lines of bullets yep. and drop. Yep, it, I mean they're literally getting mowed down. The the only thing I've ever seen better than that was the spawn game for mm-hmm. SNES, mm-hmm. where I think the first level you start out, you're on this rooftop. And there's another rooftop to your right that's just a little lower. Right. And guys are jumping to get to you, and they can't make the jump, so they're just falling to the Oh, death. my God. Because <laughs> Jeremy and I used to laugh about it. It's probably some homeless guy at the bottom of the alley. Like, what's going on? <laughs> well, uh, I remember we played, um, it was a wrestling game for PlayStation 2. That was GameCube. It was GameCube. It was. Was it Day of Reckoning? No, it was the one before Day of Reckoning. It okay. was like WrestleMania 18 or 19 <laughs> or something like that. Well, anyway, it might have been 18. Yeah, it had been 18 or not. Anyway, there was a part in there where Hammy and I were playing playing, and, and the Undertaker would just kind of mount you and just punch you. Well, if you ever pressed a button, after three or four hits, he would unmount you and you'd start back wrestling. Well, Hammy and I just left the controller, and the Undertaker would just sit there and hit and hit and hit. And we just died laughing. I said, hey, let's go outside for a minute and then come back and see if he's still pummeling. And sure enough, we walked outside you know, just goofed off for he like 20 minutes yeah. and come back in and he's still playing. And we just died laughing. So, I mean, there's some kind of glitch worthy things that, that, that happen in some of these games that are pretty neat. But, uh, this one right here kind of takes the cake. This yeah. is straight nostalgia for me. Cause oh, man. I remember when we first started playing this game, we did this. And then the, the other day when we were going through the game, we did it again. And like, it doesn't help us cause they just keep sending, you know, the computer just keep generating, more and more enemies so there's never like a kill limit or anything like that we just eventually said okay if we're going to try to keep going we just need to get going but uh, to this day we still do that you could you could kill until you've killed more than the population of the earth <laughs> and just keep going did you ever make a gif of this no i'm i suck at making gifts so there's that but we'll eventually get one going. So yeah, we need, we need to send that out see what for we're this talking one about. Uh, because it's it's too funny not not for us to post. But um, one of the things about this game that's really awesome is the music. Yeah, when we were playing through this, um, it was the night after all the storms uh, that had passed by here. So it was it was last week when we were all playing it, um, and then Alex had come over because power got knocked out. So he was here, and we decided, hey, we're going we're going to play through this right quick. Um, and the music starts up, and Alex is like bobbing his head and moving his body. He's like, we all were. Music, it, we, we, it, we were. It got to the beat, and every one of us just we got into it. Yeah, and it, Alex is sitting there going, "Man, this music straight up out of the nineties." Well, it's kind of like the uh, the the Jurassic Park one. I mean, it had great music. It did too. have good music. It really did. But so, this one, God, the, the the music, the sound. I just wonder if maybe they have certain music certain ways that the music all, all come together for the different types of 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 games meaning you know your platformers your shooters your action adventures if they just kind of have it because i don't think that music necessarily works in jurassic part one's top down view that that action adventure. i think it could you think I, so i think i think the dark forest track would eh, maybe Maybe I, I just uh, I, I thought they hit it out of the part with Jurassic part one uh, for SNES and this one right here just I don't know. It kind of captured the moment because it is a running gun, and you're you're constantly trying to move and and get in front of everything. So maybe, maybe it would maybe it would work. Yeah, it was. Oh, I see what you're saying. You're saying like different beats or di- or different music for different situations, different genres, right? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I think it's just. Uh, I don't think it's necessarily for the genre. It's just whoever's writing the music. Whoever did the mu- music for Ocean really. 
got it right. Right. And what I mean by that is if you go, if you go walking, you know, or running, you know, trying to get in shape or whatever on a treadmill, you're probably going to listen to something, you know, with a heavy beat, like a, like a rap or a really heavy metal kind of thing to kind of get you going well, that I, feeling. You're not going to sit there and listen to bluegrass. Well, well, unless I, you're Homer Simpson. Yeah. They're still, they're that's still chasing us. Chase music. <laughs> now I think it's more of a setting thing than yeah, possibly. Cause it's a, it's, if you listen to music, it's a lot of, uh, almost a jungle feel sure with with the drums and the 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 pops and stuff i think it's more setting than genre okay fair enough i figured i just asked a question i, I didn't know because i mean you think about it um all the platformers and stuff that we've yeah. played well kind of like you know you get mario you get to like the desert level and it's like that kind of egyptian sounding music right or you get to uh the snow level and it's like Christmassy sounding okay or water. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. That was good music. But you, this you, had you should music. probably edit that out. <laughs> no, it's staying in. The graphics look good on this game too. Yeah, they they do a good job with the graphics, even even with you know the flat screen TVs and everything. Um, I thought I thought the graphics really do hold up, and it, and it goes back to that, you know, Super Nintendo probably being the best system. Oh man, it's, it's the sixteen bit. It just for some reason it holds up so well. I mean, look at you and you've got Donkey Kong Country too, on, right? On up on your TV. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Yeah, how about that? I wonder why you've wonder got why. that up there. <laughs> but it it still looks good. It does still look good. Um, and and you know I've said several times I love the what's called parallax. Yeah, in the background. That's where the image in the background is moving at a slower rate in right. the foreground. Right, to make it look three D. Yep. And Jurassic Park too had some really good it um, did. backgrounds it, with it that. Did. Um I think I think that's I think you're right. I think that's kind of what made the, that sixteen bit era because it was the first kind of generation that that did a lot of that. Yeah. Because you you look at the old Mario games for NES, they didn't have any background. <laughs> no, they didn't. But when when we were reviewing uh Super Mario Brothers two we did the Super Mario All Stars, and it did. You know, when they updated, they put that parallax uh, and, background, and, and, and it made a big difference. Yeah, that's why I couldn't. I can't. That's why I can't play a lot of NES games because it's just, <laughs> it just looks like it was drawn. <laughs> well, kind of was <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Um, this game also, your gun could apparently shoot several different types of ammo. And and now that I think about that, that's where I was wanting to go <laughs> earlier. Uh, so your your right bumper changes. I think your lethal mm-hmm. bullets. You got your machine gun, your shotgun. Oh, there's something else, like a rocket launcher in it too. Maybe, maybe. grenades, yeah. maybe or something like that. But your left bumper changes your non-lethal guns, which is what you're supposed to use on the dinosaurs. Yeah, well, I'm not pushing left button every time I see a dinosaur and a right button every time I see a human. Yeah, exactly. Because non-lethal do not work on the humans, right? But those are like dark guns. I think one's a. Uh, Electric like a, gun. It was like a laser blaster. Is yeah. that is that the electric it's supposed gun? Supposed to be like a because uh, one you can charge up and the other one and either you can a charge it up or b you can shoot it you know over and over in repetition. Yeah, it's I think it's supposed to be almost like a cattle prod taser type deal. Who are you, Bill Goldberg? I wish <laughs> you didn't catch that reference. Never mind, I didn't. When he lost his first match in WCW, oh, yeah. cattle prod with Scott Hall. Okay. I yeah. just I just heard that on a podcast the other day. It made me think of it. So, but cattle prod. Well, these these guys you're fighting aren't Bill Goldberg because cattle prods not work on them. No, no, they do not, not at all. Um, but they do work on the dinosaurs. Apparently, uh, they they wouldn't know because I just used the bullets that never <laughs> ran out, the lethal bullets that never ran out. Yeah, and what was over that dodge? There's a dodge move where he just kind of kind of points up, and we can yeah, get it like to he's dodge. Like, it's like he's kind of turning to the side, like "oh, you missed me" kind of thing. Yeah, but I don't know. I, I couldn't get it to work. Like no, a dinosaur would charge me. That dodge does not work. At it does all. not. It does not. And I, you know, I never really thought about trying it with a bullet or anything. But it's just, you know, it's like you're facing somebody. You know, <laughs> you make broad matrix dodge the bullet. Right. So you just kind of you know point your gun up, and they call it a dodge. And I I don't know. Maybe there's something later in the game that we've not experienced. Is there a dodgeball do level. <laughs> Dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball. You know, I, I, I think maybe at some point we should have probably ordered an instruction booklet from eBay. Probably. Um, I don't know. I, I've been doing some some looking for some other games that we've got coming up and games that I would like to have in my collection anyway 
older games that I don't have anymore that I did have at one point. Man, there's a ton of stuff. You can buy just the boxes. You can buy just the book. You can buy the box and the book. You can buy just the game. You can buy complete inbox. Mm -hmm. And it's like, holy crap, man. And you have to like really read the instructions because if you get into it, it's like what you're buying is just the box. Like you find a $5 game, what you think it might be a $5 game. And if you don't read the instructions, all of a sudden you got a $5 box that's got nothing in it but just the box. Who's, who's just got the box? I don't know. You know, when we started cleaning out the uh, the retro uh, review studio here, I had like my old uh, plate. Well, my PlayStation box is still right there, but I used to have my old Xbox 360 box. And y'all gave me crap for it because I still had it. And you're like, I always throw my crap away. <laughs> yeah, I throw them away because cardboard it doesn't hold very well. No, and you have roaches. Well, maybe. I don't know. I don't have roaches, but. Anyway, it used to sit up there on the top of that closet right there um, all the I time. Know, I just, I, it was I, out of the way, but it did take up space. I'll agree with yeah, that. Yeah, space is one thing. Um, but no, like those old Super Nintendo boxes are straight up cardboard. Yeah. N64 boxes. I think, and this is one of her, and sorry for any youngsters that are listening, this is where I found out that, that Santa Claus wasn't 100% real. Was one of her, for whatever what? reason... What <laughs> you son of a, um, <clears throat> um, we were up in the attic one day with my dad and I guess he just didn't think about it. I was probably nine at the time, you know, it, we had one of those that's like in the hallway, you pull the stairs down and you go up. Well, we went up and he's like, Hey, come here. And I turned around and looked at him and I looked down and I saw the Nintendo box. It's still <laughs> up in the attic. And it's just a cardboard box. And I just looked at it and it was like, you mean, he goes, well, you're going to find out sometime. <laughs> yeah. I never did believe in Santa Claus. Like I always believed in Santa Claus, but then I kind of went through this whole point where I was trying to find Santa Claus. So I'd like fall asleep under the, or stay under the couch. Like I won't find Santa Claus this year. But then I find, you know, end up asleep. And then my parents come looking for me about eight o'clock in the morning because <laughs> I haven't gotten up yet. And I crawl out from underneath the couch and says, I was looking for Santa Claus. <laughs> um, we didn't have a chimney. So, well, that was always our, well, we did, we did growing up, but we, you know, that was always a thing. Cause, uh, like my parents ended up divorced at one point and, you know, dad's other house never had a chimney. I was like, how the heck is Santa Claus going to get in here? There's no chimney. And dad's like, we just come to the front door. He's got problem solved. That's something that's never addressed. Cause it's like, oh yeah, he comes down the chimney. Well, wh what if you don't have a chimney? Well, they kind of did in the like Santa Claus movie. Um, I don't know if you remember this or not. Like I've never seen it. Oh my gosh. It was a staple in the Thompson household back in the day. Um, but, uh, if there wasn't a chimney, like Tim Allen's character, uh, you know, the bag would kind of float or whatever. And he would go down the chimney. Well, if there wasn't a chimney, there was a, um, I don't want to say a smokestack cause it wasn't really a smokestack either, but it was like a vent for the house. You just go to the vent in the house. So and I like, didn't have like, that either. Okay. Well, you might should get yeah. that checked. <laughs> what about what about kids who live in like trailers? Uh, come through the furnace? <laughs> I don't know. There's Front just, door, man. There's too many plot holes that have not been addressed. Well, you're probably you're probably right, but still it's like lost. Santa, Santa Claus still still finds a way to get there. No, he doesn't because he's not real. Well, that's true too, but yeah, there's the Easter. Bunny but this right here was there. always my thing that I had an issue with people that still pull the Santa Claus stuff. And if you do this, I'm sorry if I'm if you take offense, but um, you know Santa Claus shouldn't get the big gifts. Santa Claus shouldn't bring a four wheeler. Santa Claus shouldn't bring a you know four hundred dollar TV because not all kids are going to get that from Santa Claus. You kind of have to pick and choose what's who's from who and or what's from who and, and that kind of thing so by the way how the heck do we get to santa claus and christmas from jurassic park two? big trail <laughs> let me tell you that was that was a reindeer size <laughs> pig trailer right i like there. it i like it um but yeah i don't know if there's really a whole lot more we can say about this game but i loved it i, I love playing it with you and trying to beat it every time like, that's on my bucket list for us to beat that game well, I know it, it wasn't... And after a quarter of a century, I've yet to be the level. <laughs> well, I know it wasn't on your uh, top 10 
uh, or five game, five retro, five new games. It, I didn't put it on there because I fit. I assumed we would beat it. <laughs> well, and and this is another thing too. I've got a game genie, and we even tried to cheat to beat the game, and the stupid game genie kept glitching out. And we never tried yours; you didn't bring it back, yeah. but uh, we couldn't get it to work. Like it would, it worked like one time. It's not meant for us to play this game. It's not meant for us to cheat to beat this game. Well, um, that's the only way. Well, speaking of cheats, I know of one, and that's a what is it? Infinite continues. Oh yeah. Well, you yeah. push the the L and R buttons in a combination a lot of times. <laughs> but that but we use that, but that doesn't help us because we still die. Yeah, go a back. Lot. It's like, well, oh, you can just keep dying over and over. Well, like, I guess it would be good if you could beat one or two levels, but since we can't beat any levels, it doesn't help us any. Um, so I didn't know that there was a Jeep in this game. Yeah, I was telling you about uh, in, in one of the... Um, I've never seen the T-Rex in here. Right. And, and I never have in, in, you know, in real life, I guess. But I have seen it like on a, on a YouTube playthrough uh, that I was trying to watch, just trying to get some, get some tips because, man, this game is so hard. But basically, the guy would just kind of take his time, and that's like one thing we don't do. No, <laughs> we just run and gun. Buddy. We, we go through, we shoot everything, let God sort them out. <laughs> yeah, oh. I, you know, I I did watch a guy play through the Raptor level. Yeah, that's how I found out that there's a, a timed emergency level at the end of it. Apparently, there's an emergency level at the end of every one. Um, and and they're always the same. Like the, the, they they go in order. The Main levels you can play in any order, but right. the merch levels are always in a certain order. And I'm watching the guy play, and he gets there. I'm like, "How did he do that? Why can't I do that? Exactly. What's That's wrong what, with me? What's wrong with me?" Why, and then I get to thinking, "I'm just not patient. I'm why, not patient." Why do I have the reflexes of a three-toed sloth? <laughs> oh, <laughs> and, yeah, and and just no attention whatsoever. Well. I think 10 year old us would beat our butts for that. You know, we, we say that all the time about, you know, when we could beat donkey on country on one life going all the way through it. Yeah. And now we're like, we'll get like to the second part or like treetop town or something and die. Oh yeah. Well, it's not just video games, man. I don't even remember driving over here. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. Do, do you at least remember me text or texting me and saying, Hey, are you ready to record? <laughs> Well, <laughs> I got evidence of that on my phone. Well, that's there. true. You can go back and find that. But yeah, um, I f- I think it's just because I I guess life, you know, finds a way. It, it gets in the way, <laughs> and and uh, you know, if I had all the time in the world to sit down and play these games, like I did then, then yeah, probably I could I could probably still be as good. Yeah, because this this was life back in the but, day. I say that, but even young in my prime me couldn't beat a freaking level of this game. <laughs> but I still, I, I, despite that, the difficulty I have with it, I still love this game. Oh, absolutely. And it's always going to be one of my personal favorites. Not one I consider the best, but one of my personal favorites. Right. And I said, you know, at the top of the show, I kind of said, you know, it's kind of a, kind of a dark horse, uh, black sheep, if you will. Cause it's not, Everybody talks about great Super Nintendo games. This isn't in the top ten. This might not even be in the top one hundred best games. Well, it's it's got a really good rating on. Uh, oh, absolutely, fan yeah. rating. Uh, it didn't get the great reviews. Got mixed reviews when it came out, but it it's held up. Like people still enjoy it. Sure. sure. And if you've never played it, I know Jer- I, t- I talked to Jeremy. Jeremy's never played it, which surprised me. Because it surprised he, me because he's such a Jurassic Park nut. Oh yeah, I mean he and I, man, we were. Cause y'all are all about the dinosaurs. If, yeah, dinosaurs. <laughs> if we could, if we could have gone, we would have. But if it was real, but he he never played it. Jeremy, you need to play this game. Yeah, uh, and and you know what? I know uh, Jeremy is in the Tuscaloosa area, Moundville. Mm-hmm. We got to find a way to get Jeremy on the podcast we live do. and in we, color. We've got to, or at least live. Y'all him and him. Jeff. Yeah. Um, it's it's got to happen. Our, at our some two point. biggest contributors. <laughs> to the show in terms of questions and support. Yeah. Two. (laughs) Well, that's the thing too, where, um, you know, we, we would love to hear everybody's take on, on anything that we're talking about. And, and for even more Jurassic park content, you can check out our review on our first Jurassic park game and, 
and the movie review. I know we oh man yeah. we've done a couple of those now. The movie reviews, and you know, I don't think anybody's. I think I might be the only one that's actually watched it and listened to it at the same time. But you know, we even got uh, some feedback from some of our friends where we got together uh, every year and watched Christmas Vacation. It's, he said it's just like sitting there watching with us. Um, yeah, Eric. Did you get that text message? I did. Oh, okay, I'm making sure. You had a befuddled look on your I face. I have that look on my face all the time. Well, it happens. Resting so. befuddled face. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, all right. Well, uh, great game. Retro game. Uh, retro game night. We, we, we play it all the time. It's it's the reason we have retro game night. Uh, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, when we first started our... Uh, when we... First planned our, our, our planned our first retro game night. This was the game I had in mind. Yes, like Clint, we need to play this and maybe some other games. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Well, you know, and and this is kind of like one of those. This is one of the ones that we knew we were going to get to when we first started this podcast. We just didn't know where it would fit in because, you know, we're we're trying to grow it, so we're doing some popular games, and we're trying to be unique and do some games that people don't necessarily review um on on other channels and this right here was one of because it was it's a great game for us we loved it but not everybody knew about it so we knew we had to kind of put it on into the show a little bit but i'm glad that we finally got to it i really am and i'm with you buddy this is this is absolutely a bucket list game to complete we will um, one day maybe that's senior citizens but we will one day. <laughs> let's uh let's make a pack to complete this before we're 40 we've only got four more years <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yeah, might might want to push that back, but okay. <laughs> love it, love it. All right, we'll uh, check out this tune, and we'll be back in just a little bit. So we've got a couple of questions from uh, the aforementioned Jeremy, <laughs> one and of one of two fans. He uh, he actually had a question from him and both his brothers, but the middle brother Skyler never got his question in. Ah, uh, so we've got two from Jeremy, one from Trent, who is the youngest. Okay, hey Trent, I see Trent all the time at the high school uh, when I go for basketball and and um, wrestling. I went and watched a wrestling match this week. That's pretty neat. It really was. Did the fiend make an appearance? The fiend did not. Then but I'm you know not what? Interested. But you know what? It didn't turn red, and there was no steel cage that turned into a horrible match. So we're good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Jeremy, knowing that we were going to uh, talk about Jurassic Park two, his questions were: What was your favorite dinosaur as a kid? Have we not? Questions. Have we not been asked that? I, I think we've answered that on the Jurassic Park movie. You know what? I'm I'm gonna be. I'm, I say we still do the question, and then we go back and listen and see if we still have the same answer. Because I bet I bet they're probably different. If I had to guess, I, I get about guarantee you mine's different. Because <laughs> you know we're 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 old guys and we change our thoughts all the time. Well, I I can say that I don't have a single favorite dinosaur, but oh, I always. Absolutely. I always liked pterodactyls. Yeah. I liked uh, T-Rexes. Right. And after Jurassic Park, I liked raptors. Even though... The last one you took right on, because I was going to say that, because I, did, I didn't know what a raptor was before. Oh, yeah. I never Jurassic heard Park. of it. And apparently, the raptors in Jurassic Park, even though they're called velociraptors, are actually Utah raptors. Okay. Velociraptors are apparently a lot smaller. Ah. Uh, but you know what? I don't care. Velociraptor sounds cooler. Well, I know we when we were doing some of the research for the movie, they had actually said, you know, 
they were planning on making the Velociraptors this size and they were getting a lot of pushback from the scientific community saying that, you know, they're not this size, but just so happens they've basically found one that was that kind of size right uh-huh. before the movie. Well, I mean, they're doing cloning. They can mess with it a little well, sure. bit. Well, that's what they did in Jurassic World. That's why they have, uh, that's why they have tiger stripes in Jurassic Park 2. Was it two? Well, I mean, well, you had the one where they cloned the um, um, T Rex and the the Raptor, was, and, and then yeah, had the Jurassic invisibility World. stuff, and and well, the cloaking kind yeah. of stuff in Jurassic World, cloaking tech like those blasted Klingons. <laughs> no, the uh, the Raptors in Jurassic Park two had like tiger stripes. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, that was so awesome. Um, I, I always liked the uh, the T Rex because you know he was always the king of the dinosaurs, mm-hmm. uh, and Stegosaurus doesn't get enough love sometimes. I think oh Stega, oh Stega. But uh, one of my favorites, grow, and I always like the pterodactyl because I mean, heck, flying dinosaur that's just awesome anyway. Mm-hmm. But one of my favorite was always that uh, Ankylosaurus or whatever. Oh yeah, with the with the big ball for the tail that yeah. had the spikes on it. So it's like a mace. It's basically it's like got a, a mace, like a turtle dinosaur. Exactly. Yeah, I like those too. I hated the part in Jurassic World where one gets killed. That that broke my heart. Yeah, um, because you sit there and like they they shouldn't be that easy to kill. I think because like you said, it's kind of like a turtle almost. Yeah. But um, well, by gosh, that tail when they swung that. I mean that's Can you devastating. That's like a wrecking ball. Yeah. Um, and then uh just because it didn't get a lot of love and it was kind of the the first cousin to the T Rex was the Allosaurus. You know, mm-hmm. probably just a little bit smaller, but I I don't know. I was always kind of the horns it. or is that the carnosaur? No, it looks exactly like a T Rex, it's just smaller in scale, from what I remember anyway. Yeah, and then the carnosaur had like the two little horns above its I think so. It was in Jurassic Park three. Okay. But he also asked, uh, did you ever play the Jurassic Park game on Sega CD? He said it was insanely complicated uh, for him. I did not. I'd never had a Sega CD. I didn't I either. never played anything. I'd never heard of it. But after seeing this question, I looked it up. And, you know, we talked about how uh, Jurassic Park for Sega and Super Nintendo were two different genres. And then Jurassic Park 2 is a different genre. Uh, this game was a point and click. So that's genre number four. Wow. Really? Yeah. Um, it looked interesting. It does look insanely complicated because you're, you have 12 hours. I don't think there are 12 actual hours. I think there are 12 in game hours, sure. which is shortened amount of time to beat the game. And it was, uh, basically get on the Island and stop Biosyn. Okay from doing something there's even parts where you have to shoot guys and i i don't know if sega cd had a mouse i guess you're just using the controller i guess you know at, at that point in time everybody kind of thought that it was going to go to point and click you know using a mile a mouse to, to yeah. play games i mean mario paint you know super nintendo had a mouse at least for mario paint right anyway. but you're moving a cursor around sure like a mouse sure so i mean i i guess so um but look, let's let's face it. Any game that's timed, if uh, if you're not falling into a hole and you're hearing a loud yell like uh, Impossible Mission Two, mm-hmm. then it's not worth it. Well, I I, I kind of do want to play that game. I just I don't know where to get my hands on it, except uh, for buying a Sega CD. Well, except for buying a Sega CD or maybe doing some sort of emulator. But you know, here on the Ham and Span Retro Review, we try to go away from that as much as possible. I'd be willing to go to it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got we'll the old school vision uh, version two, you know, second edition Sega there, and I think the the CD is one of those things that just surprise, surprise attaches to it. Uh, they made a, I think they made a combo CD Genesis one time, uh, maybe. I, don't I think know. I saw one. Somewhere. I know the one that does that. It, it, it's like a platform on the bottom, and then there's a. Uh, CD drive that goes to the to the right hand side of it, and then thirty two X, and then you can put the thirty two X on it, and then mm-hmm. I think you could put like Sonic and Knuckles and a game on top of it. So and a game genie, exactly. Oh my uh, gosh, it's not even its final form. <laughs> All right, so so and it's funny because you just got through playing uh, some dress uh, dress uh, it part. Gosh, you might listen to me, uh, Dragon Ball Z, right? Uh, so yeah, that 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 was uh, Jeremy's question. Like I said, middle brother. Scholar didn't get his in time, so maybe next time. Scholar Trent, though, asked, 
would you pay to go to a real Jurassic Park if it was just herbivores? Trent, I would pay to go to a Jurassic Park if it, if it had the T-Rex and Velociraptors. <laughs> I wouldn't go on the first day. I would let them work all those kinks out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Get all the kinks out. Let, I'll let the other people die first, yeah. and then we'll go. I, I wake up and look in the news. Oh, everyone died? I think I'll pass. So what if you oh, had, it ran smooth? I think I'll go. So what if you had like the golden ticket and you could be the first guy? Would you go then? Um, and now, if it's herbivores, yeah. But as it was in the movie... I mean, not knowing that there's a hurricane and a storm coming and all this. How do you not know a hurricane's coming? You got like a week advanced warning with those. Well, if it's a tornado, it's one thing. Okay. Well, uh, say a cyclone. How about that? Uh, well, same thing. It's a hurricane. I thought a cyclone was more like a tornado. It's just a hurricane that's in the Pacific. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. It's uh-huh. created a wrinkle you in did. your brain. You did. Uh, oh man. Um, Maybe it's a typhoon I'm thinking about. Is a typhoon kind of like a tornado? I don't know. I, I, let's call it a water spout and be done with it. Well, whatever. It was for, for our, our purposes as a hurricane. <laughs> I don't, uh, if I had the golden ticket, man, I don't, I, I mean, how could you not? Exactly. I mean, yeah, you could, I mean, you could be one of the first humans to see a dinosaur with your own eyes. Right. And even if you die, even if you're that guy, you're still that died, the first person. <laughs> if you're the guy who died on the toilet, the lawyer being eaten by a T Rex, yes, it sucks you died, but holy crap, that tombstone is going to be epic. <laughs> he, ladies and gentlemen, here's how he died. You know, of all the things you can die from, right? To be the first person to get eaten by a T Rex in over <laughs> in, in, in several million years. I mean, that's. <laughs> That's, I mean, you're going to be remembered. Hey, there's like a dozen people that's been to space or been on the moon. There's only one guy that has a <laughs> modern tombstone that's been eaten by a T-Rex. And now I, I would want that on my, I would, I would have that in my will before I went to Jurassic Bar. If I get eaten by a dinosaur, I want you to tell everyone what kind of dinosaur it was. Well, I mean, if you go to any kind of theme park or anything like that, the last thing on your mind is anything that could go wrong until, you know, you're hanging upside down and seatbelts come undone but i mean that's really the last thing on your mind you're thinking about how cool it's going to be and how much fun you're going to have so yeah i I went to uh six flags one time and it was uh came up a a shower and we got on the batman we were the first ones on the batman after it rained and the rails were so slick they couldn't stop it so we got to go twice (laughs) yeah it could have ended badly it could have gone very badly but i lived I, to this day, I have only ridden the Superman one time. Yeah, I did too. Partially for several different reasons. Partially because every time I've been there, it's always down. Yeah. Partially because it's always a long line. And then the other partially is because, you know, I'm a uh, rather hefty fellow. And what happens when that uh, hydraulic cylinder that, that forces you up so you're kind of flying like Superman fails and all of a sudden I'm hanging my feet dangling, kind of like the Batman at that point. You know, what am I supposed to do there? Just hope that that rail is high enough where my foot Hope won't. the real Superman swoops in and saves you. <laughs> I think I, the Batman's better, personally. I, I, I believe that. Or the well. Mom Bender? I do. Oh, that was good. Did I think you ever they, ride the Viper? I did. Uh, that's taken down now. It is. It's but gone. yeah, they, they, they'd shoot it out, you know, and, and go. And it's like 60, like instantly 60 miles an hour. And you go through that loop, and it, you just climb and climb and climb, and all of a sudden you go through it back back around backwards. Yeah. You remember fun. the scream? Wow, we're on a tangent now. Scream machine. The scream machine for the twenty fifth anniversary they where they ran backwards. it backwards. I wish I'd done that, dude. That thing is so brutal. You know, they finally got rid of the Georgia Cyclone and put another roller coaster in its really? place. Yeah. Dude, that's the only roller coaster that the I've watched machine, people get injured on that. I have too. Well, that's what I was gonna say. That's the only roller coaster at Six Flags Over Georgia where I felt like I had been beaten with a baseball bat after I got <laughs> off with it. It's like you're back in Miss Gibson's math class. <laughs> Which, by the way, I don't know if I told you or not. She said I, I sent the uh, the episode last week's episode to yeah you told to me. my sister and told yeah. her I said send it to Miss Gibson or Miss G. I don't know why we didn't call her Miss Gibson, but send it to Miss G. And uh, tell her, listen, about an hour and four minutes in. Well, she sent my sister back a text and said, I had 
no idea that this was going on. I'm just thankful nobody got hurt. Yeah, Trent told me too. That the- <laughs> That's what says. That's all at the wrestling match. And he said the exact same thing. She said, you know, Miss Gibson listens to that podcast. I said, well, I kind of told her to. <laughs> so Miss Gibson, I'm thankful that no one got hurt as well. <laughs> Um, the ninja ninja was fun. The ninja was fun. They've they've rebranded it and basically put a new coaster there, and it's like the Blue Hawk or something. That's probably it's no, it's probably the smoothest roller coaster they've got now since they've they've redid the cars and everything. So, all right. So to answer your question, Trent. Yes, Yes. I would. Did you ever ever answer? Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Uh, Omnivore, herbivore, carnivore. I'm there because that's just that's just neat. Yeah. Can you uh, just sidebar to that? Can you think of any anything like that that you wouldn't go do? Uh, If it was a rattlesnake (laughs) uh, theme park, I I would say come on down to Rattlesnake Ranch, (laughs) (laughs) located off Alabama. No thanks. (laughs) <laughs> hashtag that's a real thing yeah a, a hard pass right there <laughs> or like come see this uh theme park made entirely of scorpions and tarantulas yeah that sounds awesome i think i'll I think pass. i'll pass Arthur, like we've cloned giant spiders and we made them a theme park oh you know what please tell me where that's at so i can not come within two thousand miles of uh it. you mean tell you where it's at it's freaking australia yeah, and you know, I don't know if we've got listeners in Australia or not. Oh, we've had a couple of downloads there. I'm I'm terrified of going to Australia. I, I am too. Like it, like in school when we do reports and stuff, I always picked Australia. I thought it was awesome. I loved everything about it. But then, like the older I get, and I see all the crap that happens in Australia, that and it's you know apparently burning now. No, they got that out. Oh, did they? Now the the, the vent everything's venomous. Yeah, and, and you know, I've met some people from Australia. Great people. Everyone oh, I've met oh, yeah. from there has been awesome. And I want it, to call all of them Crocodile Dundee, and they like just, it. <laughs> Not it's, really. It's just uh, I, everything seems venomous. All the bugs. It's like, oh, that that fly bitch. You, you've got fifteen minutes to live. Yeah, I, I pass between the snakes and the spiders and the freaking. Every time you hear of a massive great white shark outbreak it's in australia the dingoes the, de- the desert the kangaroos the kangaroos are dangerous they are they'll freaking eviscerate a man and according to the simpsons you can't just jump in their pouch and they <laughs> jump away this it's all koalas are probably deadly they just haven't told us about it well in the simpsons they were too yeah, that's true <laughs> all goes back to the simpsons it does it does i i i wonder if we could get by with the simpsons podcast one day nah probably not probably not but no uh now that disney owns them probably not but yeah there are a few theme parks i wouldn't go to like that you know well like you think about these giant centipedes size of well submarines now like would you get would you go to a to a theme park that basically you know kind of like i don't know the aquarium there in chattanooga or atlanta or whatever where you're like maybe in a sub and actually in the water with some of this stuff and go around and see Absolutely it. not. Because of underwater stuff? I'm terrified of underwater stuff. What if there was like a volcano um, excursion? Volcano, not so much. Look, it, it's the underwater. I mean. Underwater gets you. I love the beach, but I'm terrified of the ocean. Okay. Because I've watched Jaws so many times. <laughs> and I've seen that stupid Megalodon movie. <laughs> Not, not, not the high class one with Jason Statham. I'm talking about the one oh, where the guy, so yeah, the guy drops his uh, jet ski into its mouth. That still terrifies me as bad oh, as that's it was. Funny. So, that's so funny. no, I, I'm, I'm, I will never get on a submarine unless you know I'm at gunpoint. Or if I'd be, you're, I'd what, be what like if you're going to the, what if you're going to the uh, Lost Island because you had to go to the sub, win the submarine? No. Oh, okay. No, because then there's a smoke monster there. I'm like, I'd be like... Uh, I'm more terrified of it than I am Australia. Look, I'm like, with boats and submarines, I'm like B.A. Baracus from A-Team. You're going to have to knock me out. I do, I do not want to get on them. Fair enough. What if I'm driving it? Would you... Oh, no. <laughs> Heck no. Heck no. Because um, I, 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 I can swim, but I'm not confident in my swimming ability yeah uh also 
you know, if if I are, know there's like miles of ocean under me and I can't see what's down there. Yeah, I can't no. do that. Mm-mm. I can't do that. Look. That uh-huh. that freaks me out thinking about it. Yeah, if I, I would deal I with dinosaurs do, before I deal with ocean. Yeah, I can't. I can't do if I get too deep. Like it's just it's just a weird feeling because you don't mm-hmm. know. Yeah, yeah, you're you got the heebie-jeebies now. Um, while we're kind of talking about listeners in Australia and whatnot, I have noticed we've had a very big influx of listeners in Idaho. Mm. Uh, this this month particularly, I love potatoes. I was gonna say uh, we're going to come up if if that listener will come forward, we're going to come up with a potato based uh, nickname for him. Be our first vegetable, P- potato crust pizza. I don't know potato crust, potato crust pizza. That's what you go to first. I don't. Well, I'm trying. I don't know why. Haven't we always done pizza toppings or sand? Well, it's been sandwich meats. Yeah, it's been sandwich meats. It's called potato chips, golden flakes. Is turkey a pizza topping? It can be in turkey town <laughs> i don't know i just went pizza toppings because you know we always talk about it when we get the listener in hawaii it's automatically pineapple because of hawaiian pizza and i don't know why that was a thing that's always what we've always said i don't remember that conversation uh, i don't remember a lot of conversations it probably happened i don't know but yeah we've had a uh, big influx of uh listeners in in idaho so uh if that one guy or peoples will step forward we'll we'll say hello on a more personal level um <laughs> And I did want to doesn't sound creepy at all. And and I did post it to Instagram uh, a couple of weeks back, but we've had a few new new listeners. Uh, and usually when when a podcast gets new listeners, their their older episodes will see an uptick. And we just went over our one hundredth download for episode two, which I guess technically is episode one. Yeah, our five most influential influential games. So that's kind of a a neat milestone now. You know, I'd I'd love for that to get to a thousand or even five hundred billion. Think big, exactly. Um, But we're small school right now, Um, so if you want to help us grow, help us grow by liking, sharing, and subscribing. Wink, wink. Um, And I guess that's gonna kind of do it. So with that, what we got next week? Well, no. um, You and I kind of wanted to kind of touch on something that we we had discussed. We want to announce next week first, or. We can. Well, everybody knows it. Anybody oh, yeah. that follows our uh, social media, it's on Ta- all our social Halo media. Halo 2. Yeah, it's Halo 2. Uh, for- so if you want a very detailed, passionate podcast about Halo 2. Listen to Finish the Fight. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, for everything else. Uh, we'll, we'll, You're going to we'll get our one. review. You're going to get our memories of it and, and what we kind of talked about. And, um, you know, and those guys at, at, at Finish the Fight, they've been super great. Um uh, they've been very um, open with 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 the questions that we've asked about podcasting in general, um, and you know we plug them any chance that we get. And, you know they give us shout out on Twitter um, here and there as well. So uh, thanks guys for for that and anybody that's come over because of those guys. We appreciate y'all listening to us. Give them a listen if you haven't. Yeah, already. and if you haven't listened to them, go go give them a listen because they they cover everything from the books to the games to just anything um and, the, the, and very detailed very, the traveling very detailed. musical <laughs> um chief on ice but they they do a uh when they do the games man they go in super depth about the development and the stories behind the games and then the game itself and then after the game like how you know how it sold and what the what the reputation of it was afterwards and and all that kind of stuff so uh, I know they've done one, two, three, and ODST so far. I don't think they've done Reach. I think it's upcoming soon, though. Okay. Um, good. Like I said, if you want a good detailed podcast, go listen to those guys. Yeah. <laughs> so with that, the other news that I wanted to kind of touch on, um, Hammy and I have been trying to get a YouTube channel going. Uh, we've got a couple videos out there. Um but the last one we did was for WWF No Mercy. Mm-hmm. And we kind of had a little bit of an issue with some timing just because of how we're, how we're doing it and whatnot. And, and really what all that boils down to is trying to get too much done at one time. Going back to what Hammy said about not having enough time to do everything we want to with these games. So with that, and in, in correlation with the guys over at Talk or Go Home uh, with Nick and Brandon, We've kind of decided that I think we're going to push pull back a little bit and go to a bi-weekly podcast. Uh, that 
twice a week. Oh, uh, semi semi weekly. I once a fortnight bilateral. Yeah, once a fortnight. There I like go. that. There we go. We're going to be a once a fortnight po- podcast now. Every other week. So, you know, we've already announced that we're going to do Halo Two next week. So we're going to keep on that schedule. Uh, that will be episode number forty. But then forty one will be in two weeks after that. And what that's going to do is going to give us uh, more time to do what we need to do for you guys. You're going to get a better quality of podcast with it. Uh, and it's something that's been discussed um, within that first 30 episodes that we did because we ran into a, a whole handful of games that we did. Oh, yeah. Oh, we've been, yeah, we've been talking about it for a while. That, you know, we, we hadn't played, but we wanted to review, uh, you know, because either we've been requested to review it or because it fit with, with the time of the year. Like right. The, and because of that, we we probably slacked. There's no problem. We slacked. We did on trying to get a good quality review out because we're deadline, deadline, deadline. Yeah. So and, and it's really a deadline we put on ourselves. We it said is. in correlation with talk or go home. But basically, what we're going, what we're saying is, we release one week, you know, on on one Sunday. Sure. And then the the following week was it Sunday or Monday they released. I think theirs releases Monday. On Monday will be a talk or go home. So. You know, you'll have a good steady flow of good podcasts to listen to. Right. So, you know, if you haven't checked those guys out, if you if you like what you're hearing here, absolutely go check out Nick and Brandon. You've heard you've heard Brandon here. You've heard Nick on a couple of podcasts now, um, especially with our our big correlation with them for Thanksgiving. I, th- I thought that was a fun episode as that well. Was. I had a blast. Um, so you know, go check those guys out and. Um, I said this. This is not. This is for us, but this is more for you guys, so you get a better quality podcast. Yeah, we'll, we'll have more time to devote to research, review, playing right. the game, editing. But then also, what that's going to allow us to do is to do the um, the YouTube side of it as well, which has been something I think a lot of people have been wanting to see anyway. Like right. see our playthroughs of it. Um, and instead, and we've experimented with that as far as how we wanted to do it. Do we want to do like we did with Super Mario Brothers 2, where the first 20, 30 minutes is the actual podcast, and then we come back and we finish the podcast on the actual podcast? Do we want to do it, you know, just a highlight here and there? Do we want to play like one game or one match? Like with NCAA football, Brandon and I played one one game, which was a 60-minute video. You know, do you want, do you guys really want to see us play a 60 minute video? Do you want to see me and Hammy struggle to get the 4D off for 20 minutes in a wrestling match? Or do you want to see us play, struggle, beat the game that we're talking about? You know, mayhaps we could do them in a series. Maybe, maybe. Jurassic Part Two, Part One. Sure. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Parts one through seven hundred. Exactly. Uh with the first six hundred and ninety nine being us dying on one level. Yeah. <laughs> but then my gosh, episode seven hundred. We finally epic. beat a level. Yeah. Epic. Seven hundred times. But again, like I said, this is this is this is for us, but it's also for you guys who who listen to us and uh we thank y'all for for tuning in every week. Um and and we thank you. I mean, that's, that's just it. We, you know, we're, we're blessed to have, uh, uh, the listeners that we do have. And, uh, hopefully this right here, when, when we produce a better quality of podcasts, we'll be able to grow that number a little bit more as well. So, um, next week, Halo two. Yeah. Looking forward to that one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're kind of talking about maybe trying to make a mixer for the show for some of the newer games a little bit. We're, we're working on it. Uh, we live in an area with very garbage internet. <laughs> uh, we're still on copper. Here. Uh, yeah. If we get fiber in, we would do a lot better. But without us having to move, we'll uh, we'll discuss that later. As that, you know, goes from being a uh, uh, a a dream to a reality. Right. And and and, and here's the thing too. Um, you know, we want to produce what you guys want to see you know we want to review what you guys want to listen to we want to play what you guys want to see us play you know whether it's a new newer games whether it's older games um you know we're, we're always open to recommendations you know we we have shows that are scripted i think all the way through 50 um you know if we get 
through the 50, obviously we're going to need games on the backside of there. So this is kind of a calling for that as well. Go ahead and get those games out. But see, this is going to open up for some of the larger games that we haven't been able to review because we can't get them done in a week. Um, yeah, especially like uh, Symphony of the Night. Right. There was no way we could get through that. In a sure. Um, I it, felt so, I felt bad about that. Uh, yeah. And, and looking back at it and, and playing through it and, and hearing you talk about it and what, what all else we missed, um, you know, and I, and I sit here and, uh, labeled out the games that I want to complete in 2020. Well, for those games to be featured on the podcast, I wasn't gonna be able to do it in a week. I would have to. You know, we would have to play the game that we're going to review and then in my spare time try to play through like some of these Zelda games that I keep talking about. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to get through Skyrim in a week. I, I probably wouldn't get through Skyrim in two weeks, to be honest with you. But at no, least especially with, when you juggle in your schedule. Sure. But like at least every two weeks would give me a chance at yeah. least. So again, this is this is for you guys. So um, hit us up. Let us know what you think about it. Um Always go to hammondspam.com for, for all of our stuff um, as everything is there. But uh, obviously, you can hit us up on all of our social medias as well. So with that, we will see you guys next week for Halo 2. Thanks.